Americans, whether living or dead, and working with the crew was the best way he knew how to accomplish that role. Jane punched Logan in the arm. The two had known each other for years. Logan had been a Texas Ranger. Sloan had spent time working in Texas, too, but Jane had been a civilian forensic artist who'd worked with Logan's group many times before any of them had ever heard of the crew of Hunters. They sometimes seemed like a brother and sister act. No matter what Detective Forrester said, we all know damned well we're not leaving, not until we know what happened to our minister, Jane said. It was an accident, don't you know? Kelsey said. That or the ghost did it. We've yet to come across a malevolent ghost. Logan reminded Kelsey. And I don't believe for one minute that a ghost did anything. Kelsey said. She looked at Jane. Have you seen any of the ghosts that haunt the place? Jane shook her head. I didn't see any signs of anyone haunting the castle when I was here before. Nor have I seen any yet. How about you? Kelsey shook her head but you and Sloane arrived much earlier. I thought that maybe while you were out in the gardens or over by the old graveyard, you might have seen someone. We're forgetting one thing, Logan said. What's that? Jane asked. We're suspicious people by nature. We're called in to solve unexplained deaths, attacks, and other events. And this might have been an accident, Logan said. Maybe Reverend MacDonald just wasn't paying attention. Don't forget, we've never suspected anything but what is real and solid until we've given up on real and solid. Then again, Sloan pointed out, if we're not suspicious, I don't think anyone else will be, because it appears to be real and solid that our minister tripped and broke his neck, tumbling down the stairs. He stroked Jane's dark hair and looked into her luminous eyes. You met the Reverend MacDonald in the village, right? She nodded. When I came here and saw the castle on the hill, I thought it was just perfect. I had gone into a coffee shop, and the clerk there told me that it was open for tours. After I spoke to Mrs. Avery and discovered we could get this date, I went back down to the village and inquired about someone at the library. I met with Reverend MacDonald in the same coffee shop, and he was delighted. He couldn't marry us on a Sunday because of his church services, but a Saturday would be marvelous. And I told him I'd have a room for him here so that he'd be ready for the services. What else do you know about him? Sloan asked her. Nothing. Except he's from the area. A bachelor. He loves when his youth groups have cookie sales. And the parents he works with are wonderful and love to work at creating carnivals to support the church. Doesn't sound like a man anyone would want to hurt. Logan said. No, Kelsey agreed. He looks great on the surface, Sloan murmured. He caught Logan's eye, and he knew. What had happened might have been a tragic accident, but they wouldn't just accept that as fact. They'd dig and see what might lie hidden beneath appearances. Okay, then, Kelsey said. I'm up and off. Off where? Jane asked her. To the local library. I'll see what I can dig up about this place, Kelsey said, and then I'll head to the church and speak with people and find out what I can about our good Reverend MacDonald. Then I'm not really off, Jane said. I'm going to talk to Scully Adair. 
Bad things have happened here before. We need to find out more about the bride who died. I'll head into the village too, Logan said, and see what I can dig up by way of gossip there regarding both the reverend and the castle folk. I think I saw Mr. Emil Roth head out. It would be good to have a chat with him. The castle's hereditary owner should definitely know what there is to know about the castle. We'll meet back upstairs in a couple of hours, Jane asked. In the bridal suite? It's the biggest, and gives us the most room to work. We might as well make use of the size, Sloane agreed dryly. They wouldn't be laughing tonight, sipping champagne, eating strawberries, and enjoying a totally carefree time as their first night of being husband and wife. You know, maybe you two are not going to become legally wed here, Kelsey pointed out, a smile in her eyes. But there's no reason to make a perfectly good room go to waste. Don't worry.